All right, good buddies, real quick before we start the episode fully, be forewarned, this episode does have spoilers, so this is your warning. If you haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League yet, I suggest you watch it. Come back, listen to the show. All right, everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Jordan, Jay, and Buddies podcast. I'm joined by the good buddy, Will. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. You've already heard the Joss Whedon cut of us talking about Justice League. <laughs> this is the Snyder cut. We're going on to talking about Justice cut. League. Oh, man. All right. So it's pretty big now. I think everyone's seen it. A good four hour long movie. But general thoughts on it coming in, you know, in comparison, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that was a sixth of my day. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I really enjoyed it. This is the kind of thing that and wait, we all did. We didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah, for like three years or more, this was like, yeah, this, this was like the kind of thing that you would like hear somebody say who's lying. It was like, you know, there's a better version of the movie that you guys just didn't see. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, yeah, sure, Snyder, okay, but then he makes it, and it was way better. <laughs> it genuinely was. I, I am on record. You guys have heard it. I don't like these movies. Yes, and I enjoyed this movie a pretty good amount. I enjoyed this a whole lot. I think this was this movie done, done, done right. Yeah, yeah. Out of the two of us, you've you've been a little more harsh towards them, but then that's fair because they are a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was just the original, the Whedon cut. We'll call it that. Is uh is probably the roughest of all of them. Maybe like a close behind Suicide Squad, but this one redeemed. I think redeemed it completely. I, I think so. The, the 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 Whedon cut is like no more. That's like that's like a non-canon. Yeah entry into the series. I don't know what they're going to consider that necessarily, but it's it's it this renders the Whedon cut practically unwatchable. And it was already practically unwatchable. <laughs> but this is like there's a vastly better version. Yeah. You know? This is this is Hagendas ice cream and the Whedon cut is spoiled milk with chocolate syrup on it. <laughs> you know? Like this is this is fantastic. It truly is. And yeah, it has its little faults as any movie does. If you want to go into something and nitpick it, you yeah. can find stuff. But like, honestly, a lot of slow motion wasn't there. Yeah. But besides, like, <laughs> but I think it detracts from the movie at the beginning, but they got rid of it when they needed to. Yeah. It wasn't pulling away from the fights. It wasn't pulling away from the stuff that you actually were invested in seeing. It was just like, oh, look, there goes Aquaman walking real slow to that water. <laughs> oh, he's still not in there, huh? I'm going go to I'm go, go to the bathroom and come back. Oh, he's still not in the water, huh? <laughs> All right. But generally speaking, that's just Zack Snyder. Yeah, that's, that's the Snyder way there. It's it's like um he's like a better more artistic version of Michael Bay in a way. <laughs> it was a lot of slow mo, but you know Michael Bay's it's real vapid and kind of not that great to look at. Yeah. But there's a the slow mo works too in terms of like you know Flash when he's using his power. Obviously. Oh, I have no problem with that at yeah, all. Yeah. So that 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 ties in. But yeah, there's some of the like the Wonder Woman stuff where it goes a little long. The the, the Amazonian fights a little slow mo y. But like you said, it works out well. There's not a whole lot of it. It doesn't continue. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, like, speaking of the Flash, he is, just like all the other characters, is better. He's more competent. He's more using his powers. He's utilizing it. And, yeah, he's just one of the characters that was stepped up yes, greatly. Yes, because he is still played as comic relief in this movie. She but be. it's tastefully done. Yeah, He's not just, like, a, an idiot. He's not just a moron who's throwing out jokes and not taking it seriously. And in in the original, in in the Whedon cut, he gets <laughs> he gets sidelined through the whole 
the the whole end fight. He's just pushing yeah. the truck away, which I, I get it. They're helping out civilians, but that means he's not in the fight. Mm-hmm. And it really took away from him. So I was like, I wanted to see him part of this. He should be a part of this. Yeah. You know? And so this was great because they had, they, they did, they got rid of having civilians in the way and it was just all of them fighting together. Yeah. And it that is- was good. It was a team effort this time. Not, oh, we're, we're fighting and we can't win. Oh, there's Superman. Now we won. Yeah, it kind of felt like, yeah, Superman truly helped, but it felt like they could have probably done it without him. Yeah. I'm not saying they would have, because it probably <laughs> would have been real hard, but it felt like they were like making good headway. Because the first time it was like, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. And then he shows up and it's like, oh, they win immediately and there's no time. Because <laughs> even Superman, like, they lose when Superman gets there. Yeah. They do. They lose. Spoiler. Sorry. Ooh, <laughs> we should, you, you should go back in and put that in yeah. the beginning or something. But um, but they they lose. They have yeah. lost. And everybody gets shredded down to their last atom. And then Flash goes faster than the speed of light and saves them, which was very cool. It was amazing. Good yeah. thing he wasn't pushing a truck away. <laughs> Making jokes about brunch or whatever it was, another one. Ugh. So very much Cyborg is also is fleshed out wonderfully he is the heart of the movie you, you feel for him he has one bad line where, <laughs> where he freaks the world he's using expl- expletive but he yeah he uses those bad words I, I don't mind this movie being r-rated but that, that was a little <laughs> a little heavy-handed there cyborg yeah but yeah he's he's done very well he's moody yeah but then you kind of feel for him you understand why he is and then you see him kind of come around and, and realize that his his relationship was with his dad was important and you just see that growth in him and it's yeah. good yeah i thought it was very tastefully done it made me care about him because yeah in the first one you really don't he kind of just shows up and he doesn't have a story and he at first kind of doesn't want help but then he just kind of starts helping and then the movie ends and it's and he's kind of joke around with the rest of them too but you don't really does he like him does he not like him aquaman super mean to him in the original cut and i yeah. don't really get that and so and they did something interesting with Aquaman here, too, because they, the, he was the only one that they had in, in a bit of a corner. Yeah. Every, everybody else, this is the mo- the newest that we've seen them, but Aquaman has his movie after this. So they can't give him too much growth because they have to end at the beginning of Aquaman, the movie, still. Yeah. So I think they did him very well, though, because he was a little played a little bit more minimally, but it was enough that you still like wanted to see him and you still want to see what happens to him next. Yeah. So I thought it was very good. Yeah, because they didn't tell his whole story. They did like they didn't have to establish him, and that's what I think we talked about too. Was they didn't have they needed to establish people, which they didn't do in the Whedon version. And this one, they did it, and they did it well. Yeah, at the cost of a four-hour-long movie, but still, it was done to where, like you said, at the end of the movie, we cared about these characters. We wanted to see them win, and we did, and it was gr- done very well. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to you know, hey, everyone's just here. Batman's trying to get Wonder Woman mad for some reason, and Okay, that's it. Batman had a purpose in this one, too. <laughs> yeah. In the first one, he really feels <laughs> worthless. In the in the the Whedon cut, he really just feels absolutely worthless. He they, they, they try to paint it out like he's the one assembling the team, but it kind of feels like that would have probably happened anyway in the yeah. first one. But this is really like he's trying to kind of push people together. Yeah. And it works. And this one he's also like kind of like calling the calling the shots and it works. Mm-hmm. And it makes more sense. He's kinda of like taking up like the de facto leadership role especially in superman's absence yeah and it, i think it just works very very well he's trying to kind of be the head of the team even when they don't all, all want to listen to him they kind of do because he's trying yeah and i think it's i think it's very good even if he's not like the biggest guy out there 
it's better because he at least has reason to be there. Yeah. Unlike the first one. I mean, they played him up like like he's Batman. Like he's he's smart. He's good with tech. You know, he's he's what we know to be Batman to be, and that's why he's one of the leaders of the Justice League because he's he even for being just a regular man, he has so much more that he brings to the table, and they finally showed more of that. And it was good to see, you know, he was being a leader. He was being more assertive, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. So, yeah, I I was very pleasantly surprised with this movie because even though, yeah, I we talked about it for years. I, you know, <laughs> everybody like kind of looks forward to it. But when this was coming out and I heard that it was four hours, I was like, ah, this movie's going to be stupid. Yeah. And I was just pleasantly surprised. I I find very few things wrong with it. I could find nitpicky stuff. Oh, yeah. But I don't really care. I actually just honestly overall had a really good time watching this movie. And I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if I'll ever want to watch it again or at least not right away because four <laughs> hours is a lot. It's a lot. Because, yeah, we were just, I was talking with the other guy on the other podcast called Star Labs Confidential. For those who want to listen to that. Uh, plug. <laughs> it's... um. It um it was good that they put in those like part one part two because then oh oh I, I finished that part two I can come back to it later I finished that you know I oh, I just want to see the epilogue or whatever you can go back to it then but but yeah four hours you can't just sit there and be like I'm gonna watch the Snyder cut again it's like oh, I have to carve out a big block on my time to to watch this if I want to watch all of it but yeah still I, mean, I finally had to stop I was watching it last night I had to stop at three <laughs> three fifteen a.m. at like the end of part seven I was like I gotta stop. I care, like I do care. <laughs> I want to watch more of this, but I gotta stop myself because yeah. I can't do four hours. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I got off work and we're like, all right, we're just gonna we're gonna power through this. Sure enough, we did. So oh. it, it was it was good. I mean, some one thing I, I told the other guy in the other podcast was that sometimes it did feel like he, he was kind of bringing in a lot a lot of stories, a lot of comic book references, a lot of things they want to go off of, but. Um, the other guy made a good point from Star Lab Confidential that he, I think Snyder kind of had to because, well, you know, where we're starting this is different from the MCU. We don't have this established universe already. We got to kind of tease some of these things. And, and it wasn't like overdone. I just like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Not like Batman vs Superman where it was just kind of crammed in. And then you're like, I don't, what, what is all this stuff? What are these references? Like, what, what do I even look at? Yeah. Like, wh- why is all this going on? But this one, it was like, okay, well. Here's this part. This is going to be a different story. Here's this part. This is going to be a different story. So I thought it was well done. It was it was tastefully done to the point that you want to follow up and watch more, but you aren't confused coming away from this. Yeah. It made this self-contained, but also left some little story threads open. Yeah. So basically what your version was, was a Snyder Cut. And me trying to explain that was Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. Real life metaphor. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was... It was great. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I was looking forward to it either, but I was curious and knowing that, hey, fans really pushed for this to happen. And then the studio was like, all right, well, we'll see what he did. And then it was, it was well worth it. I'm so, so glad. Cause yeah, it's like, it's so funny to think about the way you explain it. It's just like, oh yeah, it's, it's like one of those old, old, old nerds back in the days. Have you seen the, the alternate version of whatever Indiana Jones where somebody dies or something? It's like, that doesn't exist, but this one's like, oh well, it's a completely different movie. How did well, yeah, that happen? Exactly. That's like when we, when you go to when you go to school with these people, they be like, you know, my dad works for for Microsoft, and I actually <laughs> already have the the Xbox three three sixty, and it like hadn't come out yet. And they're just like, no, you don't. 
like this is like Snyder's like I actually have a way better version of that movie and but I'm I'm not gonna show it to you guys. <laughs> but it's like no, you don't. <laughs> but he did, <laughs> and it was pretty good. And it was way better. And and honestly, I think that he really padded this movie out though. I like this movie, but I really feel like. He pushed it past four hours because Endgame was three hours. Hmm. And he was like, Marvel wants to do three hours, huh? <laughs> All right. I will, I'll I'll see your three and raise you four, you know? And then I almost immediately, I saw some news article earlier that was like, did you know there's an extra long version of Endgame <laughs> out there that has almost two hours worth of extra stuff? <laughs> I was like, oh, we're doing this, huh? This poker game? Just what keeps is going this? up and up. Is there, a, is there an Endgame Snyder cut? <laughs> <laughs> the Russo brothers cut. Oh man, I'd be excited. But <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but because but it it delivered though. For yeah. years we heard about it, and I think it. I I'd say it delivered. I think, especially in comparison to the original cut, that this was just leaps and bounds ahead of it. Yeah. In just about every way, there there was even redemption for like Jared Leto's Joker. I liked him more in this movie. Yeah, you know, and he wasn't in it. He wasn't in it a whole lot, but where he was, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, thought it was good. I actually did. I can't even complain about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just good to see that he has a dynamic with that version of Batman. Yeah, and it wasn't them using the same thing that they've always said, where there's this kind of like understanding between them about yeah. like, you know, we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> like, I don't mind that. I think they did that in the Dark Knight a little bit. But, you know, it's it's been done. Yeah. And they didn't do it here. It was very much like, we will work together, but when we're done, I'm killing you. <laughs> and you need to understand that, that that is not an if, it's a win, and you're going to die. But the joke was like, sure you are. Okay, whatever. You know, and it, yeah. was, it, it was good. I could praise this movie a lot because I actually think it handled everything really well. And every character in here is really well written. Mm-hmm. Except I just don't care for this version of Lois Lane. I think I just can't get behind her. I don't mm. think I like the actress. Yeah. That's just me. I don't know. I just I just don't like it. Um, she was kind of, I don't know. I haven't, I guess, yeah, she's just like in the middle for me. Like she just keeps showing up. Yeah, she's just there. Because like, hey, it also <clears throat> makes Superman seem kind of weak for his only vested interest to be the love interest. Like, yeah. he's a human being, kind of. I mean, I know he's not. He's Kryptonian. But he was raised on Earth. He should mm-hmm. care about Earth beyond just the fact that he loves somebody who lives here. He yeah. should care about it because he's because he's a guy who was born in Kansas, and he cares about the Earth. So, I don't know. I think that vesting a lot of him just in her makes it makes him seem kind of weak by comparison. Yeah. But that's just a common Superman mistake. They've been doing that since the Christopher Reeve ones back in the 70s. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I just don't... I, I think that Superman's kind of... I don't think people get how to write for Superman sometimes. Yeah. I think so. he's a little bit difficult just because of that. His invulnerability. So, like, well, how can we make him vulnerable? And there's kryptonite. But, okay, you can't always just have somebody having kryptonite. It's kind of a rare, you know, mineral. So, they have to have something there to make him a little bit more weak. And I guess Lois Lane is that. Yeah, so let's which, make him emotionally weak then. Yeah. I, but one thing I will say about that is I do like that they spent more time with him kind of coming to. Yes. It was like, you know, he, he was back at the farm and he was just like, oh, she, or he's talking about his mom. He's like, oh, she loved it here. I loved it here. And he's just like kind of like remembering everything finally. It's like, oh, that's good. Instead of it just being like, oh, well, he's back and then he's okay. He snaps out of it immediately and then, and then just goes and helps him. Like, like, yeah. like nothing happened. Like he took some recovery time. Yeah. It was like 45 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. 
which was less than a quarter of the movie. <laughs> Man, that was a long movie. But it, but it was good, though. It felt earned. When he finally like came back, it was like, you're, you're glad to see him back. You felt like you, you, you really missed him. Instead yeah. of it being like, oh, he was gone for a third of the movie. Whatever, yeah. who cares? We didn't need Superman. But yeah. Yeah, it's just, we, we like you said, there are nitpicky things. Um, the 4-3 aspect ratio was a little off-putting at first. Yeah. But then you kind of forget about it after a while. Yeah. Same with the t- run time. All, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, like, once you clear a certain point and like the story kind of starts happening, yeah, then you're like, oh, okay, this is good. But at the, the very beginning, like the first first probably hour <laughs> is just very much just set up. Yeah. And it's, and it's good because by the time that you get to the end, that slow setup makes the end matter. Yeah. If you cut that hour off there, the end would suck. You know, like you need that because of the way that it builds everything up, but it it sure does it slowly. Yeah. But but it but it but it's good. It it makes you care about the characters. So I can't be I can't hold it against it. Yeah. But it really does make the movie just kind of feel long at the beginning. So, mm. cuz it is long. It's 4 hours. <laughs> but. It's as if you cut that first hour out then you got the Whedon version pretty much cuz exactly. everything just starts happening and you're like where did these people come from? Why do I care what's happening? Oh, I don't. And like I was telling the other guy, when I first came out of the original one, I was like, oh, I think I like that, I guess, because I like the Justice League and I like DC characters. And then I watched it again. I was like, this is a bad movie. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> this is a horrible, like, I don't know why I li- thought I liked it. And then, man. But then watching this is like, yeah, I do really like. These are the characters I really love, and I like seeing them interact like this together. And it was just great finally to see a proper version of it that wasn't, you know, cartoon or comic book form. Yes. And it's, it's oh, I'm so happy it, it happened. <laughs> I, d- I definitely agree. I think it, the the wait was worth it. Mm-hmm. I think it was good. Um, Yeah, I, I'm not sure what else there is to be said necessarily. Yeah, we've just praised it to death, but still. But it was just good. Yeah, I don't know. it was I, a good time. I'm the first to, to, to find a problem and joke about it, and honestly... <laughs> All I can throw jokes at is the runtime. That's all I've got. <laughs> so I think that says that the that the contents even of the long movie were pretty good. Yeah. You know? I thought it was weird when Barry ran out of his shoes. Yeah. And they disintegrated. <laughs> but I guess that's just why he wears the flash suit when he needs to run, right? Yeah. Because otherwise he will, like, shred his clothes. And I guess he can just break through windows. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it's fine. I can't... <laughs> You know, I, it's cool. I, 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 I liked watching The Flash in this yeah. movie, and I can't say the same about the original cut. I liked when he was in scenes, and that was a nice feeling to have. Yeah, because The Flash is one of my favorite characters, and to see him, you know, done right, it's like, okay, he's great. He's a lot of fun. He's got some really cool powers. He's been the catalyst to a lot of these stories in DC. And he's certainly, like, the kid of the group, so yeah. he's kind of immature, kind of joking around, kind of dumb. You know, he's talking about, like, do you think Wonder Woman would ever go for a younger guy like me? <laughs> it's like, you know, she's 5,000 years old, right? Like, yeah. every guy's a younger guy. It's funny, though. It was a, it was a decent conversation between two people who are kind of similar in age, right? Yeah. I mean, Cyborg and Flash, probably pretty close to each other in this universe. Yeah. You know, not bad. I get it. I thought it, I thought it was good. I, the, inter, the, the small interactions really worked. And seeing them team up instead of just fight separately, that's what makes the Marvel movies work, is these team-ups when they're fighting, either fighting each other or fighting yes. with each other. And that's good. And this finally pulls that off in a way that actually makes sense. Yeah. Because even in Batman versus Superman, when they were fighting each other, it was gross to look at. And when they were fighting together, the three of them against Doomsday, Doomsday, that's the <laughs> one. When they were fighting against him, it wasn't really them teaming up. They're kind of just all it throwing just everything they had, had at yeah. individually. And then the fight ends. 
But this was really like they were using each other and helping each other out to achieve a common goal, and it was yeah. very nice. So yeah, it was really like. Like we said already, it wasn't just, oh, Superman comes in, he beats him. It was, no, we needed Flash to kind of come in, and he needed to run around, charge himself up, and then help, you know, Cyborg separate the stone or separate the mother boxes. Everyone need, needed to be there. Batman needed to be there to kind of scout the place out and take down that shield. Yeah, it was just and so much And needed to be there to fly past and say, my man. <laughs> I'm glad they kept that in. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just clowned on it, but I really like that line. I don't know. <laughs> and that's the, that whole like sequence was like cut down, it seems like. It didn't seem as, I don't know, like orange. the original one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem as orange. but Well, actually, that is my little problem here, too. It's nitpicky, but this movie is almost black and white. It's that's very, Snyder. very desaturated. And I get it. It's his creative vision. It's in 4-3 ratio. Fine. <laughs> you know, but... I wanted some more color. You yeah. Know? Wonder Woman wears bright gold, blue, and red stuff, and the Flash were in bright red, and why didn't we see more color? Yeah. I'm not saying it needed to be vi- bright, vibrant clown colors like you're watching a 70s sitcom, <laughs> but this was almost like a black and white movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I, there's a tasteful middle ground, but yeah. but that's nitpicking. That's mm-hmm. what I, I am nitpicking as we speak, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's just Snyder. Snyder's how he's done it. Yeah. Since like 300 and like Dawn of the Dead, but yep, it's yeah, okay. Quake. So the score also a major step up from the Danny Elfman. I like Danny Elfman's music, but man, it had nothing. I didn't remember it at all. I didn't care about it. This one, there's some memorable beats to it, and you're like, yeah, this is good music. I think yeah, it was largely good. But the one thing that I remember from the the Whedon version that wasn't in this one was that they also incorporated Batman and Superman's yeah. themes at some point. And those weren't in here. They had Wonder Woman's music, and that was it. And I was like, I thought they could have probably put that in there a couple of times. Put in Batman's music when he knocks down the shield. Put in Superman's music when he shows up. Like, yeah. there were some moments that they could have probably upped it slightly. But overall, the music made this movie better. The yeah. same, it, 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 it was the cherry on top. Yeah, well, when they used the, like, the, the Hans Zimmer Man of Steel score, when they're looking at a little hologram of him, and they're like, oh, we need him or whatever. But yeah, I don't think Batman mm. really had a theme in any of these movies yet. Except for maybe Batman versus Superman, but it wasn't a theme. Yeah, they use, yeah and Danny Elfman when they use the the Burton theme and the Christopher Reeves theme, I think to kind yeah. of help those. Yeah, and I like those ones, but I don't know, they're their own movies. <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a it's a nice nod to fan service. Like in, yeah, I think one of the Spider Man movies in the MCU like has the old Spider Man theme yeah, in there like and the like, beginning in like a rock version or something. And I was like that's that's how you do it. It mm-hmm. was it was just nice. And even in uh, Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire, you got the woman on the violin singing his song. <laughs> yeah. Or is that the second one? This is the first one. Oh, wait. But, yeah, first one. Yeah, but and she's just singing the, the Spider-Man song. I was like, see, that's nice. It's a, it's a little nod <laughs> to what came before. And I think I think that that's, that's, tasteful, that, that's like tasteful fan service. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I, think, I mean, yeah, I think if, if, if they're going to have the fan service, like they did it with the black suit Superman, which we discussed. Another one was like, he had, there was a red and blue one there, but he picked the black uh the black one because fan service yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it because so, of the color saturation but. <laughs> yeah so he didn't stand out too much yeah but yeah, wouldn't want to look too bright next to everybody else <laughs> tone it down superman oh and also of course i mean martian manhunter as well ah uh, yes my gosh i couldn't tell you the the biggest smile i had when i saw that it was it was amazing he's one of my favorite characters and i was like Yes, <laughs> and my, my cousin said to me, he's like, 
I got chills. It's <laughs> like, yep, that, that's just so cool to see. And so a very, very well done Easter egg. That That's how you do fan service right. Yeah. I think. I guess not an Easter egg because he's just like in there. And then he's at it's kind of at the end too. And shows yeah, Easter egg. You got to watch for him. <laughs> you might blink and, blink and you miss him. <laughs> but yeah, it's... <laughs> It's good, and I think I think they did Deathstroke a little bit better in here too. Yeah, I just didn't, I, I I just think this movie took anything that stuck around in here from the first movie was done better. Yeah, and anything that was added in was added in for a good reason. Mm-hmm. So I just think this one this one was it. This was this was a good DC movie. It was a good a good retelling, reimagining, or I guess first imagining, like first cut, whatever of of it, and it was just great. I yeah. just. I don't know what the right ray is to phrase it clearly, <laughs> but it was good, and I'm excited. I, for the first time, I'm looking go. forward to seeing what comes next. Up, oh. you heard it. You heard it here first because I've never said that before about a DC <laughs> film. But I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming next. Oh yeah, me. I actually really am. They, well, I mean, they they hooked me. <laughs> I think everyone knew about that about me already, but we finally got we finally got Will on board yeah. of this the DC train, but. Yep, same here. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it, but man, well, I mean, if they keep this kind of energy, then they're going to do just as well as the MCU. Yeah, I think they have they finally have seen how to make it work. They just need to keep making it work. Yeah. And they've, they've already had a couple of other wins. You know, Aquaman was good. Shazam was good. Mm-hmm. And now you got this movie that has shown how, how to write these characters well. I think they're on a good track. Yeah. You know? And there's there's you know little tease there towards Batman maybe Ben Affleck, uh, Batman or at least having a cameo in like a Deathstroke type of movie because remember it's a com- conversation is completely different now, whereas before Lex Luthor's like maybe we had a league of our own, uh, and but this one he's like uh, this is who Batman is he's like, all right I'm gonna drink to that, <laughs> yeah so that was that good that was good it changed that whole conversation too because at first I was like this is that was fan service done really badly. Yeah. That was an example of how to not do it. <laughs> and this is an example of doing it very good. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to have a league of our own. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah. So, yep, all in all, I think we, we both... I think that's the general consensus right now. Everyone's really enjoying it and really liking it. Yeah. Critics are usually very harsh with Zack Snyder and his movies. They seem to like it. I don't really care what critics think, but hey. <laughs> but when they're right, they're right. Anyway, yep. but you know. <laughs> but and, yeah. uh, and then the other people, yeah. So that was our, our take on the Snyder Cut. Uh, of course, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Jordan J and Buddies. Will. Uh, so yeah, so this was our just under half an hour <laughs> cut of this. There is a four hour version <laughs> that we'll be putting out here in about five years. Yeah. It's got better music. And a lot of slow motion talking, and so that's the uh, that's the uh, the Nukem cut. You guys don't know what that means, but there there you go. That's the uh, extended version that you may never see. It doesn't exist. Release the Nukem yet. Cut. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll start the outro. Unless that was the outro. I don't know. Who's to say what the outro is? Unless <laughs> we'll do an epilogue. We'll do an epilogue. <laughs> this is this is the bad timeline. <laughs> oh no, frick, Batman! <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm not watching that show. <laughs> you don't have to. This was the outro. <laughs>